everybody. It's just me today. So I'm not sure what McLean is up to. She is not catching my text message and I haven't heard from her. So hopefully she is okay and doing well. Let's see if we can do this with just me. I'm not sure how the, how it will turn out, but we'll see what happens. My friend Nicole informed me the other day that I'm funny and that I should do stand-up comedy. I don't know that I'm that funny or that I should do stand-up, but I, <laughs> I appreciated her trusted my ability to entertain the masses <laughs> with nothing. What are we doing here today? I'm trying to get us on some kind of normal recording schedule because I do have a couple of friends that listen to the podcast pretty regularly and they're always so happy when there's an episode I was I feel kind of bad to not put one out (laughs) and it has been a long time coming to get our shit back together on this so yeah we'll see um I I do better um playing off another human being so this is really kind of solely relying on me to provide entertainment without any other kind of input (laughs) for a good portion of time uh, I don't know that I'm really that good with monologues, so uh, I guess it's a matter of how funny I find my, <laughs> how funny I can find myself. And to be honest, I I crack myself up pretty regular. <laughs> so let's see how this goes. It could be a good time. I was informed not too long ago that even when I try to be serious, it tends to be funny. I think it's just word choice on my part. I don't know. Anyway, we'll see what turns out and maybe you'll hear this and maybe you won't. I don't know. Uh, Intro music, I guess. Uh, What are we feeling today? Uh, Solo episode. There you go. Intro music. Mel's solo episode. I'm sitting here shuffling an Oracle deck because I muscle tested earlier and was like, should we do? And I pulled two decks. So this one is Native Spirit Oracle Cards by Denise Lynn. I'll put a link for it if I can find one in the show notes. But what should we uh, talk about today? Let's, let's ask the deck. What is there to discuss? Uh, or what's a theme? Something. Give us something. What do we got? Let me get a handle on these. And a... What should we talk about today in the solo episode? Alright, we got a tracker. This looks like a place in Utah. I picked this deck up because I just, I'm a photography fan. I don't know if you all know that about me. May or may not have been mentioned at any point, but I just, I like pictures and I like taking pictures. And this particular deck has a lot of really pretty images. Uh, I'm a sucker for a pretty picture, right? So tracker, let's see what, see what it says. This little, most decks come with a little tiny guidebook. I don't know if you know that. Oracle decks are different than tarot decks in that tarot decks have are more like playing cards. Um, they have the major arcana, which would be like your suit, or not like your suit, um, like your royal, your king, queen, jack, whatever. Um, and then uh, the minor, which is more like 
irregular suited numbered cards but they all also have a picture they're just usually have a specific picture a lot of them are specific to right away anyway this is an oracle deck which are usually much more um artistic in nature and a little um I don't know. They have different themes depending on the deck and what the creator was trying to do with them. Um, I'll read this to you and it'll kind of give you some more. You can do like a legit card reading with Oracle decks. Uh, a lot. Uh, I have heard of a lot of people that will pull regular tarot uh, for a tarot reading and then pull uh, an Oracle card as a theme for the reading. Um, I've done that myself. I tend to do tarot readings um, at the New Year. It's just a New Year's tradition thing that I've done with my kids for years. I do them for other people too. So anyway, today we've got tracker. This one is card, uh, card, card meeting. I can talk. Card meaning. Focus your intent and your passion on one thing rather than being scattered in different directions. Be single-minded in what's truly important in your life and let everything else go. Track the unseen but very real stream of energy to that which you desire. Basically, focus and make the shit happen. Get the thing done. That's what I got out of that. Your native spirit wants you to know trackers have the ability to be so focused that everything but their goal disappears. What you see around you is the result of what you focus on. When you direct your thoughts towards good, you attract positive experiences and people into your life. But when you focus on what isn't working, you create even more challenging situations. If you aren't pleased with the direction of your life, concentrate on what you desire, not on what you don't want. To develop inner power, focus intently on one thing. <clears throat> Being scattered in a myriad of directions dilutes your strength. Devote your attention to your family, community, career, relationships, hobbies, or anything that you're passionate about. Diminish activities that aren't essential to your goals, and it will be just a matter of time before miracles begin to occur. Yeah. Multitasking, not always awesome. Uh, the journey, write down how much time on average that you spend on different activities during the day. If there is anything non-essential that doesn't feed your soul, find ways to diminish it and focus on what's truly important. Okay, that for me is the TikTok vortex. Sometimes I fall down the, the TikTok vortex and, and I look up and I wanted to go to bed two hours ago and I'm just trying to get the cheap dopamine, I guess, off the off the, t the TikTok app. That if, not focusing on what you don't want, that's a big thing. I actually had a fairly deep thought this morning, I guess. We could talk about something deep today. Because we do talk about real things, even though we're not we're not always serious in a like super. Um, we talk about real things, but we do it in a fun way. I guess is the way to say that. So, what 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 was my deep thought? Okay, my deep thought earlier was taking responsibility for changing what you don't like in your life. This is a big theme for me in the past forever. I guess um, there's just been a lot in my life that I don't like. And over the years, instead of raging against it, like I did in my youth, I just kind of cultivated, I guess, a better attitude about it and that I didn't, I don't need to be mad. I don't need to be raging against everything. I don't need to be resentful and pushing back. I just need to let go of what doesn't work. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And trying to make something that doesn't work, work 
will drive you completely insane. So that's been a big one for me, letting go of what doesn't work instead of stubbornly hanging on to it and trying to just willpower your way through it. Both of them are hard. They're just hard in different ways. It's hard to let go of stuff. So that's a real thing. That's a real thing. But yeah, as far as not focusing on what you don't want and focusing on what you do want, that's just kind of cultivating a more positive mindset about it. Um, And my thought earlier in reference to that was I was reminded of something. I think I was listening to uh, Glennon Doyle's uh, and Abby, Abby Wambach and sister um uh their podcast we can do hard things which is great i highly recommend it um but they were interviewing another couple uh people and referred to like a celtic the lady said it was celtic i don't remember i read it i read it years and years ago and i read so much that i can't keep track of what i've read um but well i used to read so much that i couldn't keep track of what i read that the belief the theory, right? It's a belief, I guess, that before you're born, you decide or choose what experiences you're going to have on this planet in this existence. Um, I actually came across this at, at a time when I was trying very hard to make meaning of something that had no meaning. It was just horrible. And I worked really hard on that for a long time. By myself and eventually got to a point where I couldn't make any more progress on my own and had to just get help and that was getting a therapist and processing a lot of things that were just really hard things because life is hard there's hard things but anyway uh in the podcast the lady brought up this that you bring you choose these um trials or experiences or whatever you choose these the people the experiences the trials whatever um she didn't go into all that but in my previous reading that was kind of it so you kind of imagine yourself as your most highest authentic pure energy self right and you're sitting down at a table with i don't know the master of lives and souls and you're kind of defining what you're gonna Excuse the airplanes. Okay. It's the sound of freedom. I don't know if you can hear that or not, but I can hear it. I'll go ahead. Basically, you're sitting down at the beginning before life even starts um, in this per- specific existence that you're in right now, right? And you're choosing your experiences that you're going to have. And, but you don't have any memory or recollection of that. You just are born. And you forget all of those things and you go through your existence here on this planet. Going through these experiences and interfacing with these people and having this life. And a good portion of it are things that you, you, I say that in air quotes, uh, picked out ahead of time. And it's been really helpful to me when I read that several years ago that really relieved me a lot. For whatever reason, it made me feel better that I was my own worst enemy. Uh, Not really that I was my enemy, but that I chose something. It kind of gives you a bit more of your power back. Even if it's something hard or horrible or just, you know, terrible things. It gives you, well, it gave me a little bit more, I guess, confidence in being able to deal with it. And by that, I mean... 
that I, if, if I, as my highest self that loves me and wanted me to get some such out of this experience said, I can handle X, Y, Z. And I'm going to choose from this smorgasbord of options. This is what I'm choosing so that this next iteration of myself can grow and evolve into whatever towards my goal is. It's not my job in this existence that I'm currently in to, number one, understand what the ultimate goal is. That's not my job. Number two, it's not my job to try to figure that out. And basically, my job here is to sit and when things are hard and there are challenges and changes and difficulties to stop myself from the rage against it spiral that I tend to get in and just give myself the space to stop and breathe and ask the question, if I loved myself, what would I want me to learn from this situation? That meaning, if I loved myself fully and completely, and I chose this moment to happen, for me to exist in this moment, what would I want myself as this character to learn in this moment? What What is this supposed to be teaching me? What am I supposed to be growing and evolving and changing into in this moment, right? What was I trying to do with this? And I, of course, have no way of knowing if I get the answer right or not, uh, but I can ask the question. And really that kind of, it does a couple things. The main one being you get out of victim blaming mode, right? You're not the victim because you can't be the victim of yourself. I mean, you can be, absolutely, but... If you're aware, you're not the victim of yourself. If you're if you're choosing it, then you're empowered, right? You've been empowered to choose it. You've been empowered to exist with it and evolve through it. And uh, you have the utmost confidence in yourself because that you that picked it back before uh, you were born was aware of everything. That version of you is the ultimate you. And it has gone through all these different existences. And I mean, if you decide you want to think about that on different planets, different timelines, different species, different whatever. Okay, I don't know the details of all of that, though I ponder it sometimes and that's pretty sweet. Uh, fun thing to think about but yeah this version of me is trying to in my mind right uh, achieve enlightenment or become the best version of itself in such a way that it has an understanding of whatever it is that we're supposed to understand and it's not my job to figure that out either I just know that that this we didn't show up here for this to be easy we showed up here for this to be an experience and a series of experiences at that, right? On the whole, a lifetime is, is an experience. But your day-to-day and multiple times throughout the day, you are having experiences, right? So deep thought of the day. Uh, ponder that. Did you choose this? Did you choose these people? Before you were you in this iteration, did you choose all of these things that are happening? And if you did... And that person loved and had the utmost confidence in you. What would they be wanting you to get out of it? 
So that's your question, I guess. As far as our tracker card is concerned, when we are staying busy in the busyness of life, the endless ticker tape to-do list that we all have, right? I need to make a grocery list. I need to clean my car, blah, 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 all these things. Those things suck our energy. Keeping track of each of your individual family members and what they need to do and your job and everything that's going on there and your household and your bills and all of that drains you. So in that, sometimes you have to shut other things off and create boundaries around what is important to you. And if it's important to you, you'll do it. Like that's that saying, right? Uh, I'm in the singles world now. So a lot of people like uh, the catchphrase right now real hot is if they wanted to, they would. And I try to turn that around on myself as if I wanted to, I would. If it was important to me, I'd prioritize it. Right? Because we show up where and how we want to show up. Everything's not always somebody else's fault. Um, Actually, rarely any of it is anybody else's fault. We are empowered to choose how we respond to everything around us every minute. Do we always do it beautifully and with grace? Hell no. (laughs) Hell no. And my poor kid has suffered the wrath. I've been like having the, uh, the Aries fire within me um full moon in Aries today by the way uh I don't know when you will hear this if you ever do but full moon in Aries is today and Aries tends to be very fiery I have definitely had that the temper has been hot to flare up easily flaring the past probably two weeks at this point but this past week this week I've I've lost my patience a lot not yelling and screaming because I don't do that anymore. But because I don't do that, uh, my kids have become overly sensitive to me just becoming curt <laughs> and like saying what I have to say. I'm not like cursing them out in a, in a calm tone. I'm just like, this isn't working. We need to fix it. You know what I mean? Defining the boundaries and the problem and like facing it head on. A lot of people think that's really confrontational. It doesn't necessarily have to be confrontational, but if you don't like dealing with things directly or you're not used to people doing that, it can feel very confrontational. I mean, and sometimes I do get mad. Sometimes I get, I got really frustrated with my daughter the other day and I just said, sit down. (laughs) She's gimpy on on crutches. So it's not like she was just standing there and I told her to sit like she's a dog. No. She was on crutches and anyway, yeah, chasing squirrels. Uh, So yeah, if you're having that short temperedness, that frustration, that I guess really the world giving you those instances in which shit is draining you and it's irritating you, like pay attention to what makes you mad. Pay attention to what irritates you. It's, it's telling you where your boundaries are being violated. Absolutely. A thousand percent. I agree with that. If it's insulting your soul. Okay. The flip side of that is sometimes you really got to watch and some things that irritate you are things that you do that you don't like, but you only don't like it in other people. (laughs) So watch out for that. A lot of times 
with people we dislike will things about them will irritate us and we're too close to ourselves to see that we do those same things and quite possibly that's why it irritates you it's something you don't like about yourself Uh, we tend to project those onto other people it's more comfortable for the other guy to be the bad guy right the call's not coming from inside the house or whatever a lot of times the call's coming from inside the house and that's us so yeah Anyway, that's our deep moment. Um, I guess I'll do something experiential here in that uh, when I'm, the last couple weeks for me have been really uh, stressful. A lot's been going on. It's been really intense and just, I've had a whole couple weeks here and it's a lot. And a lot of people say, take a walk, do the thing. Here's the thing for me. I am not good at having time or making time to do things that I know are good for me, like the working out, which I really need to do. Meditating. A lot of people say I can't meditate. That's fine. Okay. Here's the thing for me is the pause, right? Just find the pause. It's a couple minutes of your life and you take the pause. So say coworkers are irritating you, uh, the stuff, the project you're working on is not working, you're just fucking frazzled, you know, your kid got lippy with you, your partner got lippy with you, somebody got lippy with, whatever, it's a culminate and you're just, you're, you can feel yourself about to lose your shit, right? <laughs> You're about to lose your shit and tell everybody to fuck off and burn the whole thing down. Like, you want to do that because that would be deeply satisfying. Number one, get a drink of water. Like, no, you got to stop. At this point, you, you have to stop and remove yourself from the situation. Get a drink of water. Stand in a piece of sunshine if you can find it. Be by yourself for a moment. And I'm going to walk you through this. And I don't know how much you're going to hear and breathe hear of it but we'll go through this breathing is seriously the most helpful thing I have ever come across for me it works for me and I highly endorse it so when we breathe right uh I I don't even know I think my kids were taught this in therapy way back in the day they call it box breathing I don't breathe in a box I breathe in a rectangle but that's me Box breathing is you breathe in for a count of four, you breathe out for a count of four, you breathe in for a count of four, you breathe out for a count of four, and it makes a box. Um, Okay, that's box breathing. I breathe in a rectangle. I don't know if it's because I was a smoker for too many years and it damaged my lungs or what, but I can breathe out for way longer than I can breathe in. When we get frustrated, we tend to breathe really shallow up high in our chest. Um, So the goal is to move your breath all the way down to your belly button or lower. So we're going to breathe in through our nose. I like to breathe out through my mouth. Again, that very much could have been a smoker situation, but I like to expel when I breathe out. So that's me. I breathe out through my mouth. You can totally breathe out through your nose, whatever, but do breathe in through your nose. If at all possible, breathe in through your nose. It has a dramatic calming effect on your body. And maybe I'll be able to have this video up and you'll be able to see me. But my shoulders tend to stay kind of high. That's what I do. So we'll see if they drop. But you'll feel it change differently or 
you feel it in your body and it will change. Part of the frustration in this is that when you're frazzled, you're in a hurry. At least I'm usually in a hurry when I'm frazzled. So it feels like this is taking forever. We're going to take five breaths, okay? I try to do five as a minimum because my mind and my anxiety and my whole body tends to get racing. And it takes at least five for me to like settle into it. And then I do a few more just to like exist in the peace of the moment. I try to close my eyes, but we'll sit here and do this. So we're going to breathe in for a count of four. I usually breathe out for a count of six. Sometimes I can get to eight. It depends. But really it's we're breathing. We want to get a full breath. The big part of getting a full breath is exhaling all the way because most of the time we don't exhale all the way. To actually exhale all the way, you have to push with your stomach, right? Your abdominal muscles push the rest of the air out, right? You're almost starving yourself so that you can get that full breath in. So let's try it. We're going to breathe in for four. Hold for six. Okay, I've done three there. Now this is where if I get three in, I can usually change. And I'll try to talk through it and do it at the same time, Get it, but I can't promise I'll actually pull it off. We breathe in for four. Hold it for four. Breathe out for six. Hold it for four. Breathe in for four. Hold for four. Breathe out for six. Hold for four. Breathe in for four. Hold for four. Breathe out for six. Breathe out for four. Breathe in and do your normal breathing. Okay, I don't know visually because I had my eyes closed if my shoulders actually dropped. But for me, that holding of the breath, you breathe in, you hold, it creates tension in my body. And if you've ever seen uh, certain techniques where you hold the tension and then when you let go, you actually are able to let go because you're holding the tension on purpose. So that holding of the breath, that gives me tension on purpose. I can let it go. I'm all together. I wasn't even upset before, but I really kind of feel a hell of a lot better. <laughs> I feel a hell of a lot better now. But yeah, that is simple. That is just breathing, you guys. And it is profound how much just pausing, breathing, and then 
responding in the way you choose to respond to life is just amazing. That will change your whole world. It totally can change your entire existence. Just that. It's amazing. And that is what I call cultivating the pause. Cultivating the pause gets you to a point where you can stop and take a deep breath. Notice when you're not taking a deep breath. You start to notice when you're tense. You start to notice when you're frazzled, when you're responding from a like a fight survival mode kind of response. Just recognizing that for me was deeply profound. Like it blew my whole entire mind. And I discovered, I really felt that in my body discovered being able to, the power of being able to do that years ago. And I still hit days and times and and situations where I'm just like, ah, right? So it's not going to fix everything. And it doesn't mean you're never going to get upset again. But it helps a hell of a lot when you know that you can fix it. You can decide that. Get a drink. Find a sun puddle. Take a deep breath. Get yourself a snack because, damn it, you deserve nice things. Yeah. There's that for you today. Super solo session. Sorry, not extra hilarious, but maybe a good skill for you. I did pull a second deck today. I don't know if this is for you guys or for not. Uh, McLena did text me back. So after she gets some snackage, I guess we will record a her and me episode. But for now, we'll give you this little shorty of just me and see how you guys feel about it. So this is the Sacred Rebels deck. Sacred Rebels. This is one of my most favorite decks ever. Um, Alana Fairchild. It is an Oracle deck. Um, it's very much women empowerment. And there's a fair amount of nakedness, honestly. Um, but this is one of my favorites. I spent years pulling cards off of this deck before, during, and after meditation. Just tons. I lo- absolutely love it. Oh, so, what do we want to hear? What advice do we have from this deck for us today in the podcast? Let's see if it will throw one for us. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, it did. Number 12. Every journey starts with a single step. Well, how freaking appropriate is that? Number 12. I love this deck because it's amazing. Here we go. You are on a journey. Yes, it is an internal journey, but there is also a physical expression of this journey that is going to become increasingly important to the fulfillment of your destiny in this lifetime. Your journey has started on the inside, but its destination will be the physical expression of an internal healing. Oh yeah. This journey will draw upon what you have learned and mastered over the course of your life. So much so that you may feel as though your life experiences have prepared you for this particular adventure. You have all that you need within you. This is not a time to worry about what you're going to take with you. From within your heart, you will sense what needs to come along for the ride and what is best left behind you now. You may be surprised at exactly how much can be left behind without you feeling concerned or anxious. You'll be able to travel far lighter than you ever imagined possible. To be best equipped for this journey, we'll need a light a lightness of heart, and the realization that change can be an incredible blessing. That is legit. We don't like change, but it's freaking amazing. Even if what you're leaving behind is something you found secure, safe, familiar, or comforting. This deck talks to me. This is why I love it so much. 
Just as the butterfly leaves the chrysalis behind when it is time to spread its newly formed wings, so too are you ready to leave behind what once was and embrace what is more appropriate for you at this time. There is an element to the journey you are embarking upon that is unknown. Perhaps it is news to you that you are even taking a journey. However, the realization that traveling on a familiar path brings no guarantees is more likely. This open, unscripted quality to your journey will help you gain the most from your experiences. You see, this journey is a spiritual gift. It is an invitation from the great loving heart of the universe calling you into something that you would have not otherwise found. You are not supposed to know all the details, nor how it is going to work out before you set out. You are just meant to take one step after the other, again and again, so that you can receive the gifts that are headed your way. If you are considering taking a physical trip somewhere, this oracle comes as confirmation that the journey will be in some way a life-changing one, and this is good. If the journey you are considering is of a more internal variety, such as exploring a new field of consciousness, consciousness, beginning a new creative work, or traveling into the void of unknown possibilities in order to start your work, then this oracle is confirmation that it is indeed a wise choice and much new life will come with it. This oracle brings you particular guidance that the, sorry, this oracle brings you particular guidance that the apparently small steps you are taking in an area of your life important to you right now are actually far more powerful and constructive than you realize. Sometimes we are gaining ground, but the effect is not immediately obvious. This doesn't mean that nothing is happening. It simply means that the effects of your actions are cumulative, and soon they will begin to overflow into the physical world in a positive impact that may surprise you. This oracle brings you the message to keep going. If you have been doing a lot of inner work and are frustrated or concerned that you are not seeing the results translate into the physical world, keep faith as the physical manifestation of your inner work is coming. Remember that you have all the resources you need and then some. Your inner and outer journeys are blessed with positive energy and all you need to do is keep going one step at a time. Healing process. Say aloud. Of my own free will, I now choose to surrender any fear or doubt about my ability to succeed. I believe in myself. I trust myself. I have faith in the unfolding journeys of my life, both internally and out in the world. Even in the face of the unknown, I know that positive energy surrounds me and I am protected. Through unconditional love, I am supported and assisted to take each step as needs be so that my great creative life journey can be all that it can be. Okay, and it says you may like to complete your healing process with a quick dance around the lounge room, feeling joy in your heart and lightness in your step. Just a suggestion, legit, dance around. Feel, feel feel yourself for a little bit. Get down. Okay. So Mick is pinging me. I will absolutely uh, sort that and get that next recording recorded. But for now, I will give you outro music. Outro music. Oh, outro music gives me throwing things and I'm falling down. Uh, Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs>